was he the one you told me that was attorney general before? Yes, he was attorney general during the first Bush administration. Okay. I don't know anything about his tenure at that point. I mean, I'd never heard of him up until he delivered the Mueller report. And he's related to Roseanne Barr. No, he's not. No, he's not. Oh, my God. (laughs) Politics. Politics. William Barr. Do we need to start with that? Because that's heavy. Well, that's like the big shit that went on this week. So, yes, I feel like that's an excellent starting point. I feel like we need to start with some smaller things. Like what? Um, maybe who's leading in the polls. Nah, that's boring. Yeah, but we need to know. Yeah, but we could talk about that at the end. I feel like the main thing needs to be Barr. Okay, let's talk about William Barr. So, a little bit of background again. William Barr... Delivered the Mueller report a couple weeks ago. He is the Attorney General of the United States. Yes. That's the most important factor in this, is that he was appointed by the president. And... How long has he been the Attorney General? Since Donald Trump appointed him? Yes, and he was appointed, I think, back in January. Okay. And then confirmed in February. Was he the one you told me that was Attorney General before? Yes, he was Attorney General during the first Bush administration. Okay. I don't know anything about his tenure at that point. I mean, I'd never heard of him up until he delivered the Mueller report. And he's related to Roseanne Barr. No, he's not. No, he's not. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that's totally false. (laughs) Jokes. You spreading misinformation. Very good. I mean, that's fine. Everybody fucking else does it. Everybody else does it. Yeah, that's true. So what is so notable about William Barr this week that we need to talk about him? So he testified. Okay, first, a little background. So Barr was the one that received the Mueller report. Why him? Because he's the attorney general. He's in charge of the Justice Department. And the special counsel is like an arm of the Justice Department. Or it's through the Justice Department, I think, allegedly. Like the attorney general of Texas, like that's the person that like makes sure that I get child support. Uh <laughs> no. So I know that that like isn't relevant to this, but like that's what I think of when somebody says attorney general. I'm like, oh, the child support office. Why does that make you think of the child support office? Because that's like when I go on the website to check and see how much money I'm owed. Oh, I it's go through to the, the, the office, office of the attorney general. Okay, sure. So yes, William Barr is in charge of your child support. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be the attorney general of Texas. But the attorney general represents the United States government in legal matters and things like that. Okay. So, and how often are they changed out with within the presidency? With administration to administration, or um, if they decide to leave in the middle of their tenure, they can. It's they serve at the pleasure of the president, but they can also resign if they feel the pleasure at the pleasure, sexual pleasure of the president of the president. So he testified, which we've said a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Everybody's but real- wait. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. We have to go back. We do have to go back. We have to add context to this. Mm -hmm. So he receives the Mueller report. Mm -hmm. And Mueller already had put in there like a bunch of fucking summaries and a bunch of shit about like, these are my findings, blah, 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 blah. Mueller or Barr decides to disregard all of that and 
presents the public with his own findings. Okay, so that's a problem because isn't that just not necessarily plagiarism, but like he's completely ignoring the context of like what the actual report is and just giving his own version of it? Well, we don't necessarily know that because we don't know what Mueller thinks about bars. Why do we not know what Mueller thinks? Like why didn't Mueller present his own report? You know, I have no idea. That is a question that I cannot answer. Because I feel like if you went for two years, like through this whole investigation, I feel like he would be the one that would make the most sense to. He's just a special counsel. He's not as, and it's through the Justice Department. He doesn't speak for the Justice Department. Mueller? Mueller. Yeah, but it's his report. I feel like he would be less biased than. It's hit, correct. In theory, yes, I get what you're saying, that he, because he's the one that did the fucking investigation, he should deliver the results. Yeah, because then it would be the most accurate. But it still has to go through the chain of command. It still has to go through whatever. Right. However that shit works. It's just now that Barr is the one delivering the report, he's going to put like the conservative bias on it. Yes, that's the argument right now. That's what everybody's upset about. Right. Is because this letter came to light this week that Mueller had wrote to Barr Mm -hmm. after Barr released his own summaries of the report saying um, this is a misrepresentation, the public is confused, but we still don't necessarily know what Mueller thinks about. Why hasn't he just come out and said what he thinks? I don't think he can. Is he under some sort of legal contract? Probably. Like, he can't, like, give spoilers to Endgame? Like, that type of thing? Yeah, he signed a DNR, like Anastasia, in Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, not DNR a DNR. That's do, do not, not resuscitate. No, my God. Nope, not that. Um, the, God, what the hell is it? The non-disclosure agreement. Non-disclosure agreement. agreement. NDR. No, that's still wrong. Anyway. Any fucking way. <laughs> I know all of the Democrats want William Barr to resign from his position. Yes, they would like to flay him and crucify him from a hilltop in Boston. That is what the Democrats wish. Is that, do you think it's that serious? Like, do we really need this guy to, like, step down? I mean, no. Right. My personal opinion, and I think this goes for a lot of people, is that they don't fucking care about this anymore. Yeah. It doesn't change the results of the Mueller report, which, like we stated, came back inconclusive. Yes. Alleged obstruction of justice, but... It came back inconclusive that they couldn't decide whether or not to charge him. The special counsel didn't feel that that was their determination to make. At least that was... Why wouldn't it be? Why wouldn't it be their decision to make? Because that's up to Congress, I guess, because Congress is ultimately the one that decides whether or not the president is going to be charged with a crime. And like, maybe I am just coming at this like too simplistic, but I just feel like this is not going to help us with the 2020 election because either a he's out of office and none of it matters anymore. Or he's in office again for another four years, and it still doesn't matter because he's in office for another four years. Yeah. So what are they going to do? Like, continue to talk about the Mueller report until 2024? 
That's kind of what happened with Nixon. I mean, the Watergate scandal happened in 1972, and he didn't resign until 1974, and he had gone through a re-election and won. And won. So are you saying that this is like Watergate-level scandal? Potentially. I've seen it. I've seen it floating around on Twitter. Yeah, but everybody likes to compare everything to Watergate. Everything is Watergate. Right, right. Hillary Gate, Monica Lewinsky Gate, White Watergate, fucking everything. Anytime there's a scandal in the presidency, they always attach a gate next to it. The whole thing with like Tom Brady and the deflated. Deflate gate, yeah. Deflated gate, yeah. You're right. They everything does have like its own fucking gate next gate to next, it. Yeah. What <laughs> do you think is the bigger picture here? Like it's more than just the Mueller report. It's more than just William Barr resigning. Like what is the I guess what is the grand scheme of this whole thing? That Democrats have not taken any personal responsibility in regards to their loss in the 2016 election. So you think this is all based, like, we're still, like, we're still seething over. Yes. That's what a piece of me thinks. Right. And I think a lot of people feel that way, too. I think that, I mean, just Hillary was on Rachel Maddow this week and gave this long indictment of, the investigation and Trump like why and we even Russia talking about the 2016 election still nobody talks about like the actual reason that the Democrats lost they still haven't like grasped, grasped it. that concept the electoral college no oh I mean, she won the popular vote. Right. She lost the Electoral College. But regardless of that, that's just a systemic loss. I'm right. talking about like why she lost like the, the emotional reason. Yes. Because she didn't go to Wisconsin. Because she didn't go to Wisconsin and because they didn't have an economic message. Oh, I see. So they weren't. They didn't saying. talk about jobs. They didn't talk about how they were going to make people's lives better. Everything was about how terrible Trump is. And that's all they're doing right now. So we're basically just handing him the 2020 election again. I mean, I don't know, because people are also, like, all up into that shit. People love talking about how much they hate Trump. Yeah, I don't Everything is just so divisive. But back to Mueller. Back to Mueller. The other side of this is that people argue that it is Congress's constitutional duty to uncover and investigate all of this. How long would that freaking take? I don't fucking know. Forever. We're going to be like 97 still talking about the goddamn Mueller report. I can't decide if I just don't know enough, if I'm not just like that politically invested, or if I really just want everyone to stop talking about it and just like let's focus on the election. Like that's a lot more productive to me. Yeah, but nobody cares about what we think. No, they don't. (laughs) (laughs) But they should. So what's going to happen with him? Is he going to resign? No. He's going to tell Congress to lick his ass. So hes they're holding him in contempt because he didn't show up to... Yeah, but they also held Obama's attorney general in contempt in 2014 as well. For what? I don't know. To do with the fast and furious shit. 
which was Fast and the Furious. Yes, he was racing cars with Vin Diesel. No, they were like giving cell phones and arming somebody to fight the cartels. That is my very rudimentary, ignorant, incorrect <laughs> <laughs> definition of Fast and Furious. But it's something along the lines of guns and cartels in South America. The and border. The Rock was there. Yes, and they were fucking racing a car with Michelle Rodriguez. So they held his attorney general in contempt. But I don't know what happened. I don't know if there's like a sticker you get and it's like, in contempt. Right. You just put it on the back of your car. Yeah. You have like the big C. I'm probably going to cut all of that out since we, like, <laughs> we clearly have no idea what we're talking about. It's fucking fine. That's fine. Um, well, they held Obama's attorney general in contempt for fucking something. And I don't know what happened to him. Right. I mean, he resigned at one point, but I don't think it had anything to do with that. Okay. And then I'm Loretta sure Lynch resigned. came in. He, did he resign when Trump was in office? Came no. In office? He resigned, and then Loretta L- Obama selected Loretta Lynch, and then she met fucking Bill Clinton on an airplane and fucked everybody over. What? What? Not like elab- in a sexual way. Can you elaborate on that? So she's the attorney general, which means she was technically in charge of the investigation into the Clinton emails. Oh, God. So... Nothing says appropriate like Bill Clinton having a private meeting with this woman on an airplane. Oh, gosh. During the fucking election as they're investigating Hillary. So during an election and during an investigation. Yes, because there's nothing that the Clintons love more than excellent optics. Oh, my gosh. That just sounds bad. (laughs) That's why she fucking lost. It's like, we talk about her a lot. I know, because we also like to relitigate the 2016 election, but we accept personal responsibility. But I think th- in the way that we keep talking about it is because it's going to directly affect the 2020 election. And like, we're not like doing a bunch of Trump bashing either. Yeah, no, I think we're doing our due diligence and trying to like see both sides of the argument. Um. He lied. I mean, this is a big thing that we needed to get out of this, and we went in so many fucking places. We did. We went on a lot of tangents, but that's fine because the people need to know. Yeah, we have a lot of opinions on a lot of shit. Um, when he testified in front of the House of Representatives the first time, he was asked. And when was that? Was like a couple weeks ago. That was back in March. Yeah. He was asked by former Republican slash Democratic Congressman Charlie Crist if. He had heard any reports or heard anything about Mueller and his team being upset with the way that the investigation was being portrayed. And he said no. He hadn't heard anything. But he already had received that letter Mm. and a phone call. So he lied. Right. That is a big fat lie. And the Democrats in the House are incensed about it. So that's what he was on trial for this week? He wasn't on trial. Not on trial. That's not what I meant. Like, no, he was he already was... planning to testify anyway. That just happened to pop up the day before. Oh. But everybody was pissed. How did they find out about it? The letter was given to the media. I have absolutely no idea how it was Hillary. Leaked. Yeah, Hillary fucking did Hillary it. Hillary did it? Yeah. She's running. You, okay, so that was going to be like, <laughs> we watched her on Rachel Maddow, which we already said, but you keep saying that she's going to run. Yes. So we're going to state it here first. I think she's going to run. And you think she's going to come out when? Like right around the first debate. And that's in June. And that's in June. 
I think she is. I feel it. I felt it in that interview. I could see it in her face, her hair. She, it's not fucking flat anymore. It's big and full presidential. Of, it's full of political bias. Yes, it like is. it's filled with fucking like. I think she's gonna do it. I mean, Bernie did it. He ran, or he tried to run, and then obviously lost to her. Richard Nixon ran and lost to John F. Kennedy and then ran again and won against Hubert Humphrey in 1968, who was the vice president of the United States under Lyndon B. Johnson. How do you know that? How do you know all that? Because I'm a loser. I don't think that makes you a loser. I don't think that makes you a loser at all. I think that makes you really interesting because I don't know any of that. Quit school and rap, kids. Something that occurred in the news this week. So, like, a lot has occurred in the news, but then also, like, a lot hasn't really occurred in the news. Well, yeah, because everything was about Barr and that shit. Everything, yeah, everything was about the Mueller report. Um, Something I heard that was really interesting, and maybe you can, like, shed some light on it, is there was a man that, like, had all of this shit, like, planned out as, like, a terrorist attack against, like, a bunch of Democratic candidates, and he had a bunch of guns. Oh, and they released him. And they released him. Why? I don't know. That's terrifying and upsetting. His name was Lieutenant Christopher Hassan. And he, they, I mean, they labeled him as a domestic terrorist. Was he, like, radicalized by ISIS or? I don't know. Okay, so I'm reading it from NPR. It says, a Coast Guard officer charged with gun and drug offenses, also accused of drawing up a hit list of news anchors and Democratic politicians. Could be released from pretrial detention, but he was released. They didn't do anything. That's terrifying. Well, it's just like. I don't know if you, it, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. But they say like whenever like a kid shoots up a school, mm-hmm. they're like, if only, if only we had some, something like that we knew. That we there knew. There was a sign. If you that see something, say this. something. So they know that he did all this and he pleaded not guilty to like gun and drug charges, but like clearly. Yeah. Well, Lori Laughlin also pleaded not guilty to fucking bribing her kids into school, but like she did it. Yeah. I listened to a really good podcast this week about that with a white collar attorney, I guess is what it's called. And talking about that whole college admission scandal. Which I haven't heard anything new recently. Just that, like, they're still all kind of being charged with a bunch of shit. And they're looking for more people. That's really exciting to me. Well, I, I love when rich people get in trouble. It, they're like, at, like, 50 people right now, but there would have to be, like, a bunch more than that. I love that shit. I love when rich people get in trouble. It's exciting to me sexually and... Well, they knocked her off the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> like, that show, When Calls the Heart, like, she's off. Like, they even took her out of the scenes that she already filmed. And she's not going to be in anything else. Hallmark Hallmark. doesn't fucking play around. Like, of all the people, like, we can't charge, like, a domestic terrorist, but, like... Aunt Becky loses her spot. Aunt Becky loses her fucking job in her entire life. Right. Her husband is the target guy. Massimo. He was a big Trump supporter. That... What? Boo-boo. Well, well, good fucking riddance. Um, That's terrible. We love all people. No, we don't. I see you're wearing your Buffalo Bill shirt. I am wearing my Buffalo Bill shirt. I've been wearing it for like two days. I wasn't going to say all that, but. I mean, it's fine. I have the First Amendment written down to talk about. I don't know why I have that written down. What are your feelings on the First Amendment? (laughs) (laughs) It's an odd question. Oh, I think it was in regards to um, 
the sh- all of the shootings that have been happening and the show that we watched that we're not going to say the name of anymore. Okay. They were talking about why all the shootings keep happening. So that's a good, let's start there. So all of the shootings, um, there was one at UNCC mm-hmm. a few days ago. Which is crazy because our mom used to work across the street from there. Yes, at St. Thomas of Aquinas Catholic Church. Um, the synagogue shooting, the Christchurch shooting. Yes. So the one in Sri Lanka. The one in Sri Lanka. So basically, why are all these shootings happening? I don't know because people are fucking angry, and they're incensed online they get radicalized it's really easy to get radicalized online it's really easy to fall into a hole of a bunch of people that fucking agree with you yeah and as you get further into that hole people start getting angrier that other people don't agree with them and then as you get further into that hole it starts getting violent right it's and it's fucking scary because i could go on and this is something i experienced during the 2016 election (laughs) Oh, God, let's talk about that. Where there was this, it was already a left-leaning website. Mm-hmm. It was called ShareBlue, allegedly, I think. I don't really remember the name. But I. it was, obviously, even just by the title, it was a left-leaning. Um, news source. News source. And I liked it because I'm a left-leaning guy, or at least I was much more left-leaning in my earlier 20s. Right. It's really easy to be left-leaning when you don't have any money. Exactly. <laughs> And you don't pay bills. Like, it's really easy to be a liberal when you don't pay any fucking bills. I hear that. (laughs) We all kind of sound like Marie Antoinette. Let them eat cake. But, anyway, where I was going with this. During the primaries, all of a sudden, this news source started becoming, like, weirdly pro-Clinton. Like Hillary? Yes. Okay. And this was during the primary. Right. Like, it... And some of the articles, like, didn't even make fucking sense. Yeah. Like, they were, like, clearly... Just a lot of misinformation. A lot of misinformation. And then I found out that this news source was actually bought by the Clinton campaign. Or somebody somewhere... Associated with Associated the with the Clintons. Yes. That's really interesting. Yes. I've never heard you tell me that story before. And I kind of lost the point of that story. Well, you were talking about people getting radicalized and it's really easy to get radicalized when you're like oh yes it's really easy to fall Mm -hmm. into fake news or biased news if you're not paying attention because at first i was reading an article about clinton's uh poll ratings going up in among youth Mm -hmm. and they were starting to overtake bernie's and i was like oh okay that's cool but then the next article, like, right underneath it was, like, Clinton is actually super trustworthy. And I was like, huh? Like, wait. Like, wait. Like, come on. That doesn't sound right. And so as I was going further into this website, like, it it was weirdly, weirdly all of a sudden super pro-Clinton. Yeah. And that's just, like, frightening to me a little bit. Like, how... Well, somebody's controlling the information that you're getting. Yes. And, like... And you're not able to form an accurate opinion based yes, on and like I almost And, like, I'm someone that prides myself on the fact that I can come through a news source and determine whether or not it's yeah. trustworthy. I put a lot of effort into that because I absolutely do not want to be one of those people that falls into the fake news shit. Yeah. Like, I want to make sure that I'm getting a good 
But I don't think fake news discriminates, whether it's left or it right. It doesn't. That's why I said I don't want to be one of those people. It's because everywhere. you can t- totally fall into, like, left fake news. Like, right. it's real. Yeah, absolutely. So do you think that, like, because all of these shootings, or I think most of these shootings, just across the board, regardless, are seen as, like, alt-right, radicalized conservative Well, no, because some of them also have to do with Islamic terror, and that's not, like... That doesn't have anything to do with our politics. That doesn't have anything to do with our politics, and that doesn't have anything to do with... Does it not, though, if it's Muslim? Because wouldn't you say that... It doesn't have anything to do with, like, the right or left debate in the United States, which is what some of the shootings, like the one in, um, against, at the synagogue in Pittsburgh, I think that guy was a fucking white supremacist. Right. And that would be far right. Yes, correct. But the one in um, Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka, that was against Christians. Right. That doesn't have anything to do with the right or left debate. That was because I think because it's not that was stupid on my part because it's not in the United States. (laughs) Right. But I mean, there's been instances of jihadist shootings here too the one at pulse in orlando that guy was an isis guy was it because that they went back and forth they went back and forth with that i think i think he was because then i mean he also like targeted them because they were gay we can't forget that right 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 it was it was an an ISIS isis thing yes um i believe so so what they were saying on that show because, of course, one person tries to make it a gun argument. Well, we need stricter gun laws and gun control and, you know, revamp the Second Amendment, blah, blah, blah. But then everybody else was like, mm, this isn't so much a gun issue. It's more like a person issue. Yes. And it's coming from those radicalized corners of the Internet. Yes, I, I agree with that 100%. I agree with that, too. Now, I don't think that, like, I personally need to have an assault rifle in a McDonald's. But I don't think that that's what's causing all of these shootings to continue happening. It's a hate issue, and it's the fact that people can sit in their houses yes. on this section of the internet where like I said, 100 you get- and 150 people can agree with them. Mm-hmm. And like, if you want to shoot somebody, and then like five other people want to shoot somebody, it suddenly doesn't become as bad. Like, oh, well, if 10 other people want to do this too, then it must be okay. I yes. must not be the only weirdo. I must not be the only psychopath. And if it's a bunch of people, then maybe I'm not a psychopath. Maybe this is just normal. Yes, I completely agree with that. It and it, it's just it's the information that we have access to now. And I mean that even goes back to before the internet. You look at the Columbine shooters. Yes, they were bullied, and yes, all that shit. But they also had like a bunch of weird fucking like Nazi propaganda and yeah. And nobody was, like, filtering their information. Now, they were minors. Yes. So I feel like that would have been the parents. And this was before the age of the internet. Like, imagine what people fucking get into now. Like, the kid from that shot up that church in South Carolina. He was another one that was, like, really into the white supremacy. He got radicalized through the internet. And that was where the First Amendment um, thing was coming up. That's why I had it written down is, do we censor those sections of the internet do we get people off those sections of the internet do we you know do we monitor it right i because if you monitor one you got to monitor the other yes 
And that's the argument is freedom of information. And what constitutes hate speech as well? Because you can monitor hate speech. It's just how do you constitute something as hate speech? Yeah, because what if you think it's hate speech but somebody else doesn't? Correct. It has to like present like violence and like a clear and present danger. And but people have to remember that you can put limits on the Bill of Rights, and right, those rights are not absolute. Right. I can't go into a building and say fire. That is a form of speech that is limited. Right, because it would cause danger. Yes. If you commit a crime in most states and you're a convicted felon, you lose your voting rights. That is a limit on an amendment or on the Bill of Rights yeah, or yeah. What, what the fuck ever. Those rights are not absolute, at least not all of them. Right. But we as a country have the most freedoms out of anybody. Yes. And depend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it depends on what you think freedom is. Right. Right. And how you look at it. But I think that we have so much freedom that the idea of like regulating the Internet scares people. Regulating anything here scares people. That's like a hallmark of America. That's one of the reasons why we fought a war of independence 300 years ago. That's just who we are. We don't like restrictions and being told what to do. That's part of the American spirit. Not being told what to do. Megan McCain. <laughs> that seems like a very libertarian view. But, I mean, it is. Yeah, like no government whatsoever. Not necessarily no government whatsoever. I think that's going a bit far. Well, yes, of course. But it's like, just no regulation. You can't tell me what to do or how to do it. Yeah. Mind your fucking business. But that gets people killed. But people are still being killed. I don't think we can stop the killings. Yeah, but there's such an uptick with racially and religious biased. Yeah, because those dark corners of the internet are becoming bigger. And those people are freely able to associate with each other now because they can hide behind the screen. The internet. So I know a lot of people like to argue that, you know, oh, it's because our president is so hateful. Yeah, but we had problems before then, too. That's not anything new. We have a terrible history with uh, race in this clearly, country. Clearly. We can't blame the president for, like, literally everything. Right. But everybody does that all the time, regardless of who the president is. Yeah. Um, something interesting that I read in the, in the New Yorker, April employment figures would show that the economy created another 263,000 jobs last month. And the unemployment rate fell to its lowest level in 49 years. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's something that the Democrats are definitely going to have an issue running against. Yeah, because, and I think we've talked about this before, but is it really based on who the president is, like whether jobs are created or not? I have no idea. I know, I don't know anything about economics. economics. But what I can say is that it's a more business-friendly environment now than before. What would be the cause of that? Just the ebb and flow of the economy like it's always been? I don't know. The, I guess, rise in technology and people you know, being able to start businesses where you can start a business from your MacBook Pro in your house? In your dad's office? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. 
there's a more, I think, entrepreneurial spirit. Mm -hmm. It's just easier to start doing stuff because you have unlimited access to everything all the time. Yep. Like Amazon. Like you can buy podcasting equipment (laughs) (laughs) and learn how to podcast from the internet. So like you don't have to, I don't know, go through what someone would have had to go through to learn how to podcast 15 years ago. If there was even podcast 15 years ago, but you know what I mean? No, I think they were still working on stone tablets 15 years ago. Yeah. Moses was still walking through the Moses through the desert. Moses. Moses won't kill my child. So who's leading in the polls now? Joe Biden. That's exciting. So are you sure? Yes. Because <laughs> so this kind of uh, goes back to what you're talking about with like the, the Hillary site. Uh-huh. Um, I got an email from Beto O'Rourke today. OK. Saying that he's 2020 general election. So CNN. Uh, oh, the matchup with him. So it's like Beto, Biden, Sanders, Harris, Buttigieg, mm-hmm. and Warren. Yes. And their matchup against Trump. Yes. But then if you look at how they pull against each other, Biden always ends up on top. So that's the difference. Is yes. That they're just <laughs> against Trump, not necessarily against themselves. Yes. But it's still so fucking early. Yeah. Because I haven't heard anything about Beto. He did a town hall this week in Fort Worth yesterday. That's hot. I would have liked to go see that. Fort I would have driven really, to Fort Worth to go see that. Fort Worth is really far away. Is it? Yes, it's a pain in the ass to get there. How far is it? Like 45 minutes. Mm. Yeah, that is pretty Or funny. is it? We're in an undisclosed location in the desert. Yeah, you have no idea where we are. We have a new, <laughs> we have a new candidate. Who? A new Democratic candidate. So we're at Oh, Michael Bennett. Tell us about Michael Bennett. He's a senator from Colorado. He was elected, or he was selected to replace a Democrat who was going to be part of the Obama administration. And then he won his election. And then he won re-election. And then he went the fuck off on Ted Cruz in the Senate one day during the government shutdown. And now he's running for president. And he has cancer. He has cancer? He has cancer. That's really sad. I know. I saw that clip of him yelling. What was he yelling about? Uh, because Ted Cruz was getting up there talking about, like, not paying workers and the government shutdown was all the Democrats' fault because they didn't want to fund the border wall and blah, 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 blah. Oh, my God. And then he got up there and was like, remember when you fucking read green eggs and ham over the health care bill, you stupid shit face? <laughs> That's what he wanted to say. Yeah. But he went the fuck off. That's probably good. Someone yeah. needs to go the fuck off on Ted Cruz. I know. I don't even think Ted Cruz likes Ted Cruz at this point. No. Like, I'm pissed that he's, like, Hispanic. It's embarrassing, isn't it? Well, that, it's like, how are you going to be Hispanic but be like, do not let those people in here? Because he's an asshole. <laughs> that just why. doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. But he is also very religious, so good for him. So I feel like if that's the case, then he needs to love everybody because that's generally what that book talks about most of the time. But just to preface this, I am a big fan of all politicians, Republican, Democrat. I think they're all fucking amazing and beautiful. You don't have to lie. No, I genuinely do. I'm obsessed with all of them. Like I could name like 10 Republicans right now Mm -hmm. if I wanted to. Like Joni Ernst, I think you're awesome. You castrate pigs and shit. That's cool. (laughs) 
Why is that cool? I don't know, because she's a fucking lady senator from Iowa. Why is she castrating pigs? I don't know, because she worked on a pig farm. It was like in her campaign announcement. And she's a Republican. I think she's cool. So I don't have any issues with Republicans. You don't have any issue with women being Republicans? No, I don't. Because I think it takes balls for a woman to be a Republican and run. Because that's like more of an environment that doesn't appreciate women doing things or having positions of power. But that's not the tangent I was going on here. The tangent I was going on is... I Ted really, Cruz is an Ted asshole. Ted Cruz is an asshole, but not because he's a Republican. That makes sense. That makes it's sense. not because of his politics necessarily that I don't like him, that I think he's a douchebag. It's just the fact that he is a douchebag. It's just that he comes off as a douchebag. Yeah. That, Thank you. I think that's fair. I really like Meghan McCain. She's not a politician. <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree with anything that she says. but I, I like do, her spirit. I like Meghan McCain, too. I do commend her on, like being a conservative woman even if i don't think it necessarily makes sense uh, i mean she it shows up every damn day if your political views make sense to you and they're not at the expense of others at the expense of somebody else then i support you and all that you do yeah unless you're ted cruz i have chuck and nancy down but has anything happened? nancy went the fuck off in a press conference so let's start the- talking about nancy why did Nancy go off in a press conference? Over bar and lying to Congress. She literally said he committed a crime. Like someone asked. And she was like, yeah, he basically. Fucking did it. He fucking did it. So she was pissed. But I don't know what that means. I wouldn't want Nancy Pelosi to be pissed at me. No. I just don't know what comes next. Like, is it, are we still going to see him on CNN this week? Maybe. I don't feel like he's going to give up. Like, he's not going to do anything. Nothing's going to happen to him. I don't think anything's going to happen to him either. The news cycle is, like, very ADHD. Yeah. No offense to ADHD people out there. Don't come for me. Thank you. (laughs) Who's falling in the polls? Who's, like... No one yet. That doesn't matter. You need to get the fuck out. Kirsten Gillibrand isn't as high as I thought she would be, but people don't like her. I think after... Or they don't know who she is. After watching Amy, I feel like... um, I, I feel like that's why... No, I mean, Amy's not doing all that hot either. Well, no. Julian Castro's really not doing all that hot. We weren't, like, super impressed with his town hall, though. No, he was fine. There's too fucking many. There's too many people. That's the only problem. Like, when is, like, Daddy Swalwell going to have a town hall? A lot of people keep bringing up Anita Hill with Joe Biden. Yes. And I read an article earlier this week that, like, Joe Biden's uh, biggest... Um, what did they say? Like his biggest uh, downfall is Joe Biden. <laughs> yes. Joe Biden's downfall will be Joe Biden. Well, yeah, because he always puts his fucking foot in his mouth and he still can't come up with a good answer on Anita Hill. I feel like that, I don't know. I mean, it was 20 fucking years ago, 25 years ago, 27 years ago, but it's just now coming into the forefront of people's minds again. And unfortunately, he has to, has to, has to come up with a better answer than Whatever the fuck it is he has now, because he won't apologize for it. He literally said the other day that he treated her fine. What did he do to her? They just didn't take her testimony seriously. They wouldn't let her call any witnesses, I don't think. And It was the same sort of setup as Dr. Ford and Brett Kavanaugh. Yes, except there were no women, because it was the 90s, and it was like one women senator, right. I think. So maybe. they just treated her like garbage. Yeah, they treated her like a fucking... I don't know. I feel like that's enough for me to be like, no. 
Like, I'm not in your camp, necessarily. Uh, Even though it was 27 years ago. We'll see. I mean, Donald Trump was able to fucking become president. Yeah, but that's just idiocracy. That was just... That's, like I said, the equivalent of me voting for Dwayne Johnson. (laughs) Like, people saw him as successful, quote-unquote. I don't know exactly how successful he is. He had a show and all that shit, but... They're like, oh, he's all right. He's new. Yeah. So that's all that was. That I don't think any. I, I don't know. Nobody seems to give a shit what he says or does. I don't know. I think at this point, I think it could get much worse. <laughs> I don't feel like it can. I feel we're like gonna have Kim K. Kim K. for president. Oh yeah. Whatever. She's fucking like getting her law degree and getting felons released from prison because she just got another one released from prison. Did she really? Yeah. We talked about this the last time, too. That's really... I mean, I'm about it. If she can, like, incite change, then yeah, bring it the fuck I'm on. I'm about about it. Oh, that's... We did want to talk about impeachment. I mean, th- there's not much to say about it at this point other than they'll start investigating, and we'll see. I want, I want to, like, do, like, a mock impeachment. Like, I want us to set up a mock impeachment. We don't have to do it now. Of, like... If Chris Jenner is the president, okay, who comes in and gets her out? Like, who are all the different like sections of? Okay, but we can do that like on a fun episode. We'll do that like later. as Donald Trump is getting impeached. Yeah, we'll do that later in the week where we're like setting up impeachment for everybody because I don't know how impeachment works. I mean, the only prior knowledge I have of impeachment was with Bill Clinton, and we were young, but he was like still the president. Yep. So I don't even know what impeachment actually means. Imp- but if I don't, then that means other people don't. No, because so everybody thinks if you it. get impeached, you get kicked out of office. That's not true. That's what I thought. But it's not true. No. Okay, so we'll talk about that next time. Who gets your rose this week? Chastin. Oh, Chastin Buttigieg? Chastin Buttigieg gets the rose. You know, I don't know if that's his last name or not, allegedly. It may know. not be, but he is the husband of... Pete, Pete Judge. Okay. Why does he get the he rose? He gets for the you? rose. They covered him on, was it CNN or Time? But I sent you the picture on Instagram. Yes. They uh, they talked about him and Pete and like their life together out there. And I don't know. I think that I think it'd be interesting to have the first the first husband. The first husband. Yeah. I think that would be very interesting. Yeah. I don't know if we're ready for it as a global. I don't know if I'm ready for the barrage of homophobia. No, because they were already doing that shit this weekend, and he's he was here in Dallas. Yeah, and there was people in there heckling him about marriages between man and a woman and all that bullshit. Oh my gosh, I know it's gross. So for me, the rose goes to Miss Kamala Harris. Oh, because of her thing in the because of her line of questioning in the Mueller or in the uh, bar testimony i wrote that down so she asked him did anyone suggest opening any investigations in the way and just her the way she delivered the question how serious she was her body language just she didn't she was like she no she did not come to play (laughs) she didn't come to play but then she didn't make it super fucking theatrical either right like i remember when Rand paul was questioning hillary clinton during um the 2012 it was right after the 2012 election right um about benghazi 
and you could tell he was like wanting to run for president at that point. And just the, his line of questioning and the way that he was talking to her, it just to me felt super disingenuous. And this yeah. is just one example. And it felt like he was trying to portray him like, I'm going to be, br- I, yes. Like, I am bigger than you. I'm scarier than you. I'm going to run for president. Like, that's what I felt he was doing. Yeah. When she, as she was talking to him, I didn't feel that from her. I felt like she was a prosecutor sitting there just asking the fucking questions. Kamala. Kamala. She did a good job. I think Cory Booker was sitting next to her. Yes, and he, he and was, he was kind of like, like, mm, like yes, like yes, I'm it. here for it, Queen. Get it? Is Cory Booker gay? No, he's dating Rosario Don, Dawson. Don Lemon is the the gay one. I'm gonna cut all that out. <laughs> yes, please. Thank you, politics. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of politics. Bye, y'all. We're gonna set up impeachment for y'all next time. That'll be super fun. Oh, it's gonna be a blast. Goodbye. I'm going to start, um, like, taking everybody's, like, sign-off things. Like, n- like I'm going to say, like, let's get after it. No, you can't do that. <laughs> that is called... Take a little time to enjoy. No. The view. <laughs> We're not doing that.